0: Welcome to the Exchange for the Exchange podcast, where we exchange ideas about current events, pop culture, and theology. And we are
1: on air, boys. Okay. You are
2: live. For the record, Josh Pinnell is laughing. Nikolai Carpathia, (laughs) (laughs) So gentle. (laughs) Wow. I don't even know what
0: Alex is going to say at this point. Recording live, welcome to the Exchange podcast. It is just so good to be broadcasting to the throng boys it has been many moons since the throng has heard the music of our three voices mingling together to bring them this podcast boys how are you doing josh
1: dude i'm in tears from that from that gorgeous description of our podcast
2: yeah beyond beyond that i'm doing well i'm doing very well alex thank you very much
0: It is good to have you back, buddy. That's
2: what I said to myself this morning.
0: It's good to have me back? Yeah. It's good to have you back, buddy. Camping. Let's talk about camping a little bit, okay? So, in my opinion, camping can take many different forms. Camping with, like, a camper in a tent with electricity and running water. Or you can have straight-up wilderness camping. And then you have, like, I'm going to go build a lean-to and Bear grills it for a weekend. What mode of camping did you just do, Daniel?
2: We rented a lot down by the water. It's like a massive sandbox with a picnic table, a fire pit, and a bag for your trash. And we had a nine-person tent. There was only three people. It was a good time, man.
0: Uh, so you had a good time, Josh. What are your thoughts on camping?
1: Uh, I am pro camping, Alex.
0: Mm, what mode are you pro camping?
1: Okay, mode? yeah, man. Uh, I've done I've done all kinds of camping. So I was in Boy Scouts. I've done everything More, from. Well,
0: hold on, one second. More specifically, an Eagle Scout.
1: Yes. So I've done everything from what what we affectionately call a stop and drop you know, which is where you park your car and your campsite is about 10 feet away, to uh, hiking uh, 70 miles on the Appalachian Trail, to, uh, you know, Bear grills it, like going out without a tent, just building a shelter and staying the night in the air. And so with, with that being said, my preference on the civilized side of it, finding a camping site that's pretty, pretty darn close to where I get dropped off and then hiking without you know my tent and my sleeping bag and stuff like that the the following day and exploring you know exploring after that I, I
0: great man. yeah, I was not expecting the uh, bear grills method to be uh, one that you've done. And what did your shelter look like?
1: Basically, you know taking a a, a long stick. Uh, about ten feet or so, branch like that, and leaning that up against a tall tree, and then finding smaller branches to lean off of that, so it's kind of uh, shaped like a triangle.
0: So this is like a this is like a legitimate lean to. Oh
1: like. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, wilderness survival merit badge. Um, you know you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you know weaving weaving sticks in between, putting leaves on top so to make it waterproof. I think I did that for two nights once, but never like a bear grills, like, you know, go out for a month and uh eat the fat off of a polar bear and sleep inside of a tauntaun.
0: That that was that is the original bear grills right there.
1: <laughs> Dude, I got a I got a funny camping story for you. There's one time we were hiking on the Appalachian Trail, filling up our water bottles at a creek. We had our water filter and uh, this this rather large gentleman, which you don't see many of on the AT, comes up and asks if he can borrow our water filter to refill his water. And we said, sure, uh, we're just going to finish up pumping, pumping this water. Then you can use it right for that. And he's just like, oh, I don't think I can wait. I'm so thirsty. So he just takes his water bottle and just puts it in the creek and starts drinking it. And we're just thinking, oh, that's a bad idea. He takes oh, it out man. and he looks at us and he goes, oh, this water is sticky. And I was like, hmm this water is sticky, now, what he meant by that was that there were sticks in the water, which took him a while to explain uh, but he did ex- he did tell us that his water was sticky.
0: He may have died from that. no, I probably didn't die, but he had a bad few weeks after that. that's for sure. I mean,
1: I've never heard from him since, so we'll put it like that.
0: Let's just go ahead and say he's definitely dead then. I enjoy camping. Every two years, however, uh, my church does what's called a wilderness trip with a bunch of the men mm. in the church and we do legitimate, uh, wilderness camping and hiking and boating. Rafted the North Fork river in Montana, got stuck under a log jam. It happens, yeah. man. Dude. Sometimes you get stuck under a log jam. Yeah. Sometimes you get out of it. Sometimes you don't. I mean, it just, Dude, what, what a is. great
2: metaphor for life.
0: Life is a log jam.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Eventually it's gonna take you.
2: That's right. But if you let the waters of God's grace keep flowing in your life.
0: The river pushes all the whatever whatever the logs are in your life away from you. Yeah,
2: river. it washes all the sins away.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mmm. There was there was one time we were camping and we were about three days into the to a, a week long hike. Uh, in the middle of the night, I started hearing these wolves howling. Progressively, they're getting closer and closer to our campsite, and then I can I can actually hear them like like running. And then I hear on the other side wolves howling. Also, eventually, they're on either side of our campsite. These wolves, um, and I could hear them. You know, barking at each other from either side of the campsite. And I'm thinking, we are going to be in the middle of a dog fight. And I was so scared. and I was just praying, thinking this could literally be it. And then all of a sudden,
0: they just ran away. <laughs> they just ran away. Where we went in Montana, they say it's like very highly populated with grizzlies.
1: Now, you know what you do if you see a black bear versus a grizzly bear? You know what you do, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Give
0: him a hug. You stand up to a black bear. That's right. And to a grizzly bear. Try to let them know that you're a human being. And you try to back away the way you came. That's
2: right, man. Dude, my mom told me to lay down on the floor and cover the back of my neck.
0: That's if they charge you. If they charge you, then you do that. But if they're just, like, near you... I don't know, dude.
2: Dude, whatever. Like, I saw what happened to Leonardo DiCaprio... I feel like I'd rather take my chances running than end up having to try to survive that. Like,
0: you will die. you will. Die. If you run, you will die faster.
2: I will also <laughs> die if I lay down on the floor and let it just ransack my, my head.
0: Clearly you did not see The Revenant.
2: I did see The Revenant, and you that was definitely airtight. a
0: miracle. That's the norm. With That's that not, no
2: dude. No. With that no. method, tried and no. treat buddy. Try and true No, no,
0: no, 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 no. Nope. Cover the back of the neck. Nope. I love that your mom is giving you bear attack advice. That's <laughs> <laughs> because she knew I was going camping. Were there a lot of grizzly bears in the
1: Dominican Republic? No, oh, I'm just wondering.
2: No, dude. Nope. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, Daniel, I'm glad that you didn't have to make that decision because if you were faced with that situation, you would not be podcasting with us right now. Let's move on to the second uh, second topic, which is the news media. Josh, you messaged me about the news media and a certain station. Uh, boys, what is your opinion of the news media in our country? Um, do you have a preferred station? If not... <laughs> If not, Hit station, <laughs> whatever, uh, channel, you know what I'm talking about.
1: Uh, yeah, man, I listen to NPR in my car. And then if I watch something, it's usually like comedy from YouTube. I don't sit down and watch a whole episode.
0: Yeah, I don't really watch any stations or anything like that either. I signed up for the Wall Street Journal. and then you know, I have a news app on my phone. AP Mobile, things like that. Yeah, but uh, going off what
1: Alex was saying earlier, uh, this was my experience. Fox News turned on, and the first thing that I hear is a man saying, we've been in Afghanistan for 16 years trying to give them democracy, and those people just don't get it. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a strong start. The next report that they were doing was... uh, about how racism doesn't actually exist as a narrative in America. It's it's just a significant minority of Americans. You know, people people want you to think that America is a racist country, and I was like, well, that's ironic. They uh, proceeded to do a couple of different reports, and every one of them, every one of them contained at least one or two offhand or backhanded, passive aggressive comments about how much Obama sucked.
0: Um, dude, I don't know if you ever really like follow the news when Obama was president. Of course. Yeah. But you're right. Everything, everything was like, oh man, Bush really screwed this up, you know, but that doesn't make it, that
1: doesn't make it news. Like that doesn't make it right.
0: right, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying this is just a big problem with all mainstream media that it's just all crap.
1: So where does that leave us, Alex? If everyone's, if everyone's fake news, is anyone not fake news? How do we know? How do we know anything, Alex? Is knowledge possible?
0: Um, I think the only safe thing to say is that no, it's not possible. I think that's the only safe. Do you know that we have left? Do you
1: know that knowledge is not um, possible? I don't.
0: I mean, by definitionally, I can't know that. So, let's go to um, what we all can. What we all can safely, uh, safely say, is anything but fake news. Um, end-of-the-world predictions. Um, <laughs> boys, um, I, I never get tired hearing the new end-of-the-world prediction and call back to one of our earliest, if not our earliest, eps when we discussed whether or not the Babylon Bee was funny. There was a Babylon Bee art- article that came out that said... John Hagee furiously trying to release book before the solar eclipse. And the subheading was, if I can find a way to loosely tie this to Daniel, Zechariah, or Ezekiel, I'll be good.
2: I didn't think it was that funny. I do not think it was, that one was, that
1: one was too easy. Unlike, unlike the other articles of the Babylon B rights, right? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> okay, I'm working retail. And he, he says to me, you know, this solar eclipse is going to go straight across America from, uh, from Washington you know, down to Florida. And he said in 2024, I think is what it is. I don't know whenever the next one is. He's like, it's going to be going from New York down to New Mexico. He said, so it's like God is drawing a big X right over America. He said, the end of the world. Josh, that it, makes no sense. I'm not, it's not my position. He goes, the end of the world is coming.
2: No, but let me explain something to you. The eclipse cannot go from east coast to west coast. It always goes from I'm west not, coast to again, east it's coast.
1: Again, it's, it's not my position. But did you tell him that the world only turns Daniel, in one direction? <laughs> I was working retail. I just feel like
2: you had an opportunity
0: to help someone I was to sell
2: them a couch. think better, and you I was trying to sell Josh. him a couch.
0: Did you sell the couch? I did sell the couch. Okay, that's all that matters. Okay, you know what? That kind of justifies yeah, it. I can you live with that. He had to deal with the couch, man. That's his first job. How are Christians supposed to navigate end of the world predictions, Daniel? Give me your thoughts, buddy
2: i mean i think it's the verb man navigate right just be like that's clearly in the bible or that's clearly not in the bible i think that's a good way to go but if they can't be explicitly verified according to the bible i think it's okay to put it off
0: dude how do these guys sell book number two that's my question josh how how should a christian navigate into the world predictions well,
1: I would say first become familiar with how apocalyptic literature is intended to be read. These symbols in the prophetic literature in the Old Testament and in Revelation are not intended when when it says that, you know, a mountain falls into the ocean or when it talks about earthquakes or you know, a third of the sun being destroyed. It, it's not intended to be read, uh, you know, so that uh, an eclipse is not a possible interpretation for the sun being turned to sackcloth. It's it's intended to be read that, you know, it, as a big picture that uh, the world as we know it is being turned upside down. That That's how it's intended to be read. If you're striving to be a literal interpreter of the Bible and what that means to you is that blood moons could be the moon turning to blood be consistent with your own system and expect the moon to actually turn to blood or the sun to actually turn into sackcloth like if you say you're if you say that's what you're doing then actually do it or or Jesus to literally be a vine or Jesus you know literally to have a sword coming out of his mouth you know you can't have your cake and eat it too
0: a vine and a door simultaneously So literal interpretation of the Bible is interpreted literally according to the genre. Is that what you're saying?
1: Interpret literally in how it was intended to be interpreted. John likely was not writing about the solar eclipse that was happening in America in
0: 2017. (laughs) Mm. He has a plan for us all boys. And, uh, and I think his plan for this podcast is to is to end it. Boys, any, any last thoughts on just anything we talked about tonight? Boys, it's been fun. Um, it's been good. It's been good to have our voices. Thanks for listening, as always. Uh, you can subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter, at The Exchange Pod. Uh, check out Josh's new pod, uh, Netflix Know How. Learn what to watch on Netflix and what to not watch on netflix and check out daniel's new pod just kidding there is not one uh he's he's only he is solely signed his contract only allows the exchange podcast and we're happy to have him uh boys it's been a good time and i'm gonna go ahead and say good night and good luck